Michaela de Prince is a beacon of possibility, a powerful ballerina who defies gravity, a black face amid a sea of white dancers. She was born amid the Sierra Leone Civil War, was orphaned, adopted, and schooled in an art form that often reminded her that she looked different than others. She is helping change that mindset. George Zidane is a high school basketball coach who has seen a number of his protégés leave to the highest levels of basketball. He's now dedicated to a remarkable experiment, taking raw Latin American talent and giving them the opportunity to shine in this country. Micah Johnson is a gifted artist, bringing poignant expressions to light with charcoal and enduring perseverance. But it wasn't so long ago that he was a professional baseball player whose life changed his second year in the bigs. This is in Fuego. A podcast dedicated to telling stories, good stories, like the unbelievable pain felt by Hall of Famer James Worthy. Worthy speaks with us about the pain and catharsis of this moment in time. A flash of empathy felt throughout the nation. When I saw the uh, the video of, uh, of uh, George Floyd, uh, I cried. Worthy is a three-time NBA champion, Hall of Famer, and basketball analyst. Our conversation covers the lows this country has to answer for, but also delves deep into the old school of NBA basketball, when sneakers turned your feet into bloody stumps and rivals resorted to tactics that were, well, unorthodox. They brought in the toughest guy who played more minutes and played me the most was Dennis Rock. Now, Dennis physically was the best defender I ever played against. He, he could match my foot speed. He was strong, a great offensive rebounder. But Dennis was crazy. You know, Dennis had a psychological edge. You know, he'd come in the game and grab your ass and hold it for a little bit too long. And I'd be like, that's not a pat, man. That's a, that's a grab. And you'll meet the most interesting people in sports, like the greatest softball player you never heard of. Tony knows everybody. I don't know how I met him. He just knows everybody in baseball. This is two-time All-Star and current MLB Network analyst, Harold Reynolds. You go to a game, he knows every player. He calls me during, I call him my super scout. And there's, there's a number of times on the show if you watch MLB tonight enough, you'll hear me talk about a young kid that comes up and go, my super scout told me about him two years ago, you know? <laughs> That's... I'm talking about Tony Todd. In time, you will know Tony Todd, too. No doubt he's the best celebrity softball player out there. And um, he, uh, I think he probably would have ended up playing in the big leagues. Jaime Harin is a Hall of Fame broadcaster. His son, Jorge, sits in with him to call Dodgers games. Being in the, in, in, in the broadcast booth, there's a certain amount of, of uh, relaxed uh, feeling, uh, you know, with each other. And yet at the same time, there are moments when I catch myself thinking, you know, I know he's my dad, but my God, he's a Hall of Fame broadcaster. He's at the top of his game. Uh, nationally recognized, and I know that he's listening to every word I'm saying. Do I measure up? How do I? How do, do I uh, reach that standard? With grandson Stefan, the Harins are now Dodger legacy. Three generations of baseball passion that dates back to the boys and blues first games in Los Angeles. But we start our journey with the Chicago Cubs' Jason Hayward. 31-year-old slugger who sits down with us for a frank conversation on baseball in the time of COVID. This is kind of taking it a step back for all of us in the sense of high school 
you know, some guys that went to college, minor leagues where, like you said, no fans, not many fans, not many people around. This is obviously completely different because there's, at all these seats in the stadium, there's probably maybe 30 people we see out here that are showing up every day with us and, and work in the field and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's just one of those vibes where you really got to make the most of this and remember why you started playing this game. Because you love it, because you, know, you have fun with the camaraderie. And I think that's what we've been doing. Just having fun. This is in Fuego. When I heard the name Bad Boys, I just laughed. <laughs> I was like, really? We're all different colors now. It's not just one color. You know, I think it's just time for people to to see that and to have that change. And I would also love, as a young um, ballerina, four-year-old little girl, to have to have had the opportunity to have brown tights and brown um, flat shoes to be able to wear in class and really feel that it's okay to be me at a very young age. Some of the struggles that are going on in the black community, and and for us it was a big step because in the game of baseball, it's always been. You know, you're afraid to speak out on things like that. You're, you're afraid to speak out on anything but baseball, um, especially as an African-American. Empathy is hard to come by in a world drowning in cynicism, but individual stories are the mortar that holds our culture together. And we're going to do our part in providing just that. Because maybe my Mexican-American sons can enjoy a world that doesn't burn so easily. Perhaps sons and daughters of African-American families can walk without fear from the very people employed to protect their well-being. Maybe the next generation of LGBTQ sons and daughters will enjoy the world more and feel the need to explain themselves less. To the females, minorities, and disabled who have long made up the colorful backdrop of our American culture, it's time for more of the spotlight. On this podcast and many others that we fully support, the time is now to enrich this country with our stories. This is In Fuego.